My name is Jacqueline, and I think Megan is going to like James Bond. And my name is Megan, and I think Jacqueline is going to like Atomic Blonde. The James Bond series focuses on a fictional British Secret Service agent created in 1953 by writer Ian Fleming, who featured him in 12 novels and two short story collections. The character, also known as 007, which you all should know, has also been adapted for television, radio, comic strip, video games, and film. The films are the longest continually running film series of all time, and it started in 1962 with Dr. No starring Sean Connery as Bond. As of 2021, there have been 24 films in the Eon Productions series. The Bond films are renowned for a number of features, including the musical accompaniment, the theme songs having received Academy Award nominations on several occasions, and two wins. Other important elements which run through most of the films include Bond's cars, his guns, and the gadgets with which he is supplied by Q Branch. The films are also noted for Bond's relationships with various women who are sometimes mostly referred to as Bond girls. You guys, I just want you to know that that's the first time that I've said the musical accompaniment without stuttering over it in a very long time. (laughs) So that's a personal win. Um, Anyway, so James Bond has always kind of been like a thing for my life because my dad loved James Bond movies my mom loved James Bond movies my grandma had for the longest time she just had to change it like within the past two years she had a like Tom Tom GPS system and my grandpa had uploaded a voice for her and it was Sean Connery and at the end when they would get to their destination it says you have reached your destination shaken not stirred (laughs) like that it was a thing so James Bond obviously is like an important thing for us for a lot of people um I really really like them I like spy movies I just like how there's a lot of things that go on I like all I like all the cool gadgets and the cars are cool um but yeah it's just a really fun I think series I love all of the people I know a lot of people don't like Pierce Brosnan as Bond but I do so I wouldn't say he's my favorite, but he's still, he's pretty, pretty up there. So, um, I'm very interested to see what Megan thinks about them. So what did you think? So we watched, well, I watched the 2007 Casino Royale. Is that when that came out? Somewhere around there. Something like that. The, the first Daniel Craig Bond. And then I watched License Mm -hmm. to Kill, which was from 89 and it was Dalton's second Bond. Yes. Um, they are very different, and I am glad I watched them in the order that I did, mm-hmm. because I liked the Dalton one a lot more okay. than the Daniel Craig one. I thought that the Dalton one was a lot more of what I expected out of a James Bond movie. It was a lot more, like, fun and silly and, like, wacky things. Like, literally, they fed a guy to a shark. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't die, but they fed him to mm-hmm. a shark. <laughs> um... And it was just very much, like, what I was expecting of a James Bond movie. Like, he was always yeah. doing, like, weird, like, cool stuff, but, like, out there, like, Inspector gadget yeah. kind of type things. For sure, Whereas, yeah. like, in the Daniel Craig one, it was very serious. Like, 
and Daniel I, Craig takes himself very seriously. Yes. And the movie <laughs> took itself very seriously. Yes. And like the first hour of Casino Royale, I was like, okay, but like what what's what are we doing here? Like this yeah. is this is a very like like everybody <laughs> is being very serious and like not doing any like nobody's looking at like a spy watch and right <laughs> like and then Ava Green comes in and it's like totally different but we don't even mm-hmm. get Ava Green until like an hour into Casino yeah. Royale and then from there like I enjoyed it and I enjoyed I really enjoyed the um all of the parts where they were in the hotel so mm-hmm. when they when he was like playing the the poker game um yeah my that's fav- my favorite part yeah my favorite scene in the whole thing is like after. They're, like, they go and, like, rescue Mads Mikkelsen, which is kind of mm-hmm. funny because I'm, like, that's the bad guy. But they go, like, rescue him from the gangsters. And yeah. then um, it, like, flashes, like, to the hotel room. And Ava Green is, like, sitting on the ground, like, in the shower, like, fully clothed. Like, oh, my God, I just watched all these people die. <laughs> yeah. And, like, he just, like, goes and, like, sits in there with her. And I was just, like, that was, like, it was just, like, a really nicely done moment there's like barely any dialogue in it but it's just like you can just like feel the like emotion and the chemistry and all yeah. that kind of stuff I also really like when they're doing their like little like they're not on a honeymoon but they're like yeah there's like a good like half hour like montage of them like <laughs> gallivanting throughout the city cities in Europe um and I thought that was fun it yeah. was a lot prettier Casino Royale was a lot like more visually impressive like mm-hmm. the shots were were really pretty. Um I liked Mads Mickelson better as a villain than the one from License to Kill. And I can't remember what that guy's name is, but I've seen him in stuff too. Um his name in the movie begins with an S. Sanchez, I think, is his name. And it's the Shike or Shife. Something like that in Casino yeah. Royale. Um I like the Bond girl in the Dalton. She is mm-hmm. she is very spunky. Um, <laughs> uh, something Bouvier. I can't remember what her first name is. You guys, I just watched it. Uh, but her last name is Bouvier, and I was like, ooh, that's a good word. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one. But she's like a, an Pam. ex-military pilot, and yeah, I liked her quite a bit. Her name's Pam. Pam. That's it. Couldn't mm-hmm. remember if that was her character's name or her actual name. <laughs> Yeah, I'm uh, looking it up, you guys. I don't know that off the top of my head. There are 24 of them, so yeah. you know that's a lot to remember. I know Halle Berry was a Bond girl at one point. Yes, so. Halle and Berry knew... was a Bond girl, and so was um, Grandma Tyrell from Game I, of Thrones. I did know that. I did yeah. know that she was one of the like originals. Yes. Yeah. Um, actually, the, like a lot of people, like a lot of like big people, have been Bond girls. Um, mm-hmm. the Mom, um, Donna's mom from that seventy show was a Bond girl. Mm-hmm. Um, she actually just passed away. Um, and then funny story, not not funny, haha, but funny ironic. They <laughs> called her death like two days before it actually happened, which yeah. was weird. Her publicist was weird. said she was dead before she was actually dead. Yeah. Um, which was weird. Um, anyways, so back to the movies that I watched. Mm-hmm. Um. License to Kill, if you would have told me that it was from the 60s, I would have believed you. It does not watch like a movie from 1989. Yeah. And I think I liked that as well um, because it felt like, because I kind of associate James Bond with like this like 
whimsical like 60s era like that like man from uncle um Mm -hmm. what's that get smart like that kind of like like that like british intelligence like that era and this like license to kill felt like that like it did not feel like an 80s movie other than like when she gets her little makeover and she's got like the short hair but other than that like nobody dresses overly 80s i don't feel like which i mean Mm -hmm. james bond he wears like a suit most of the time right um but i don't know it just didn't feel i like was looking it back up to like i think i was looking to see who was playing the bond girl and i was like man i keep forgetting this is 1989 because it just it like even the like coloring of the movie felt very like 60s to me so yeah so i liked it i'm interested to watch more daniel Mm craig um i am curious to know like the how the storylines it's very interesting to me that like James Bond does not like he is so soulless and so heartless yet he falls in love with a different girl in every single movie yeah like to the point that he's gonna like (laughs) resign from MI6 right which is like the formula of these movies I'm getting (laughs) like except for License to Kill where they're like actually we're uh taking you out yeah (laughs) we're kicking you out come back yeah, well, of course, because he's James Bond. Always. <laughs> um, but I I thought it was, I thought that they were fun. I am intrigued to see, like, the different portrayals. I was going mm-hmm. to um, look up some clips of other ones, but I didn't have a chance to, so I failed at that. To see just kind of, like, the different styles. Yeah. I'm dying to, sh- to see Sean Connery as Bond because oh I gosh, love Sean yeah. Connery. Um, may he rest in peace. He did just pass away as well. Yeah, it's so. very sad. Um, I did ask some people in my lives who their favorite Bonds were. I asked my brother, and he said, he gave me his, like, rundown. Um, Because I was telling him, because he is who told me that Atomic Blonde was so good. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I told him that that I had watched it and that I really liked it. And then I said that I was watching James Bond. He said, Craig, and then Moore, and then Connery. And then Brosnan, and then Dalton. But Brosnan only above Dalton because he was his first Bond and because of Goldeneye. Yeah, Goldeneye. (laughs) Um, That's valid. Yeah. And then I asked my stepdad, who is a huge Bond fan, and Mm -hmm. he said Connery, Moore, Craig, Langsby, Bronson, Dalton. So Dalton and Bronson (laughs) tend to be at the bottom of most people's lists. Um, I, I could assume that Dalton wasn't popular since he only had two. Yeah. As opposed to everybody else who has at least four. Right. Um, but I think he's fun. Like, I think yeah. he's fun and cheeky and, yeah. um, I'm surprised at how different they all look. I thought they would have, mm-hmm. like, a very, like, similar, like, look to them and, like, like there would be, like, a James Bond, like, type. Yeah. But there's not really. Like no. especially like I mean going from Pierce Brosnan to Daniel Craig is like totally like a different. night and day difference. Daniel um, Craig does not have fabulous hair. No. I don't care what anybody says. Daniel Craig has no hair. I know. He has like the little short baby hair. It's <laughs> just a little tiny bit. Yeah. Um and I just wanted Daniel Craig to be like Daniel Craig from Knives Out where he's like yeah. in on the joke. <laughs> <laughs> and like for and I, I get it like this is especially like when you're, it's your first movie as James mm-hmm. Bond and like this is such a renowned series and I think that like when they introduced him as James Bond they were trying to do something different I think yeah. they were trying to make it like they're trying to like nullify it almost 
Right. Where they're like, we're going to make this more realistic because the, the Dalton ones are ridiculous from what I've gathered. The Brosnan ones are pretty ridiculous. Like, yeah. So I think that they're <laughs> like, we're going to make this more realistic. And that's yeah. what the beginning felt like, but mm-hmm. I didn't want that. Like, that's not what I was, that was not right. what I was looking for in James Bond. It's kind of like the opposite experience I had with Indiana Jones, which we'll go a little bit more into because we're going to do an Indiana Jones episode later. But like I watched, spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a while though. So I yeah. watched Raiders, and I was expecting it to be this like super serious movie, and it's not. It's very silly and ridiculous. And so I went into James Bond like, oh, these are silly and ridiculous, and that's why everybody loves them because they're like they're fun. Like you know, mm-hmm. he's a spy. He's a super spy. Like, and I was like, oh man, this movie takes itself so seriously. <laughs> Um, yeah, but I did like the, when he was poisoned, mm-hmm. Daniel Craig, and he goes into the, the bathroom and he's like trying to take the pills and everything. And then he, he goes into the car and he's like putting the thing in and they're like, Oh, you've been poisoned with this. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, he definitely does a lot of like cool things that are like, if this were like actual real life. Yeah. That'd be really freaking cool. Yeah. And then, but like, it's like too real life. Yeah, I, like, wanted him to tap his watch and, like, a umbrella to pop out of it or something. Yeah. Like, I wanted something <laughs> silly to happen. I wanted him to go into a shark tank and end up in a cave, which pretty much happened in License to Kill. Yeah, like, it's great. I, I wanted, you know, I wanted him to jump out of a plane and end up at a wedding. Like, <laughs> this is what I wanted. Yeah. And that's yeah. not what I got. But it's okay, because, like, I, like, once I came around to the fact that I was like, okay, this mm. is not, like... This is not what this is. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, okay. This is this is fun. And, like, I think that the, the Bond girl makes a difference. I think mm-hmm. the fact... And I don't know if it's, like, a thing that she always comes in that late. Because uh, Bouvier didn't come in until about an hour into License to Kill either. So I'm like, maybe she always... You always have to wait an hour into these two hour and 15 minute long movies to get the Bond girl but yeah it kind of like she's like a special treat yeah kind of sometimes like it just really depends um yeah but mostly they're like I don't want to say like the relief that you get but Essentially, that's what they are. They're like, ah, yes, here comes the girl, and then it's going to be a different movie. (laughs) Yeah, and that's definitely what it felt like both times. Like, Mm -hmm. as soon as... Well, and, like, Ava Green had a little bit more of an arc, because, Mm -hmm. like, she comes in, and, like, she doesn't sleep with James Bond right away, which I think is probably, like, that, that, like, made her different, because, oh my god, the other one was, like... Immediate. Welp! This is what we're gonna do, which that's fine. You know, you do you. Whereas, like, Ava Green was like, I don't even like you. Like, we are not friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, they killed a bunch of people. And then she was like, well, maybe I do like you. But she's wearing her little, like, Nigerian knot still. Mm -hmm. And then he, they almost die. And then she's like, oh, okay. I, I love you. Well, she doesn't love him. She never says she loves him. No. Um, he says that he loves her, and then you find out that she's a double agent, which I totally knew. I, like, just yeah. had this feeling the whole movie that, like, mm-hmm. yeah, something, I just can't take Ava Green seriously not as a villain. Right. And she's not a villain. Like, 
they explain that she was being blackmailed in her, mm-hmm. the person that gave her the love knot thing. You know, they either, I can't remember if they killed him or they, like, kidnapped him and she was going to, like, as long as she got the money, then he was going to get to go free. Mm-hmm. But, like, halfway through her little love, fake love honeymoon, she stops wearing the knot. So I'm like... You know, okay. I think she was gonna sell. I think she was gonna sell him to the wolves for a second. Yeah, and then she's uh, in Venice and she sees the guy and she's like, "Dang it!" Yeah, I'm caught. <laughs> I got caught. Darn. Yeah. So, what are some of your other favorites? Because we picked these a little bit based on availability, but also mm-hmm. based on the fact that we were just trying to get some that were spread apart. Yeah, I had Megan, like, do one from the 80s and one, like, a newer one because a lot of people know, like, the the super old ones or the new ones. And so I kind of wanted to be, like, an in-the-middle type situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I re- Like I said, you guys, I really like the Pierce Brosnan ones. They're some of my favorites, especially because Halle Berry is in Die Another Day, and it's great. And she's great. Um, and she was the first, like, woman of color Bond girl, right? I think so. That was an actual Bond girl and not, like, a villain's right, yeah. girl. Yeah, she actually was, like, helpful to the story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I really like those. One thing I really love is Judy Dench as M. Oh, yeah. I meant to say that. She's awesome. Yeah. She's my most favorite. Grant, like, the original M, okay, whatever. He's an old white guy. Mm-hmm. Like, and he's cool. He does, like, everything. But it's just even cooler just to see her mm-hmm. as M. Like, it's just awesome, I think. Um, I like how she's like, I shouldn't have put you back in here. This is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I know like, I'm, I'm going to regret this. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that is fun for sure. Um, I like the Sean Connery ones. I haven't seen Dr. No. Um, but I have seen From Russia With Love, and I like that one. I love Goldfinger. Um, Her Majesty's Secret Service, I've seen, which is George Lazenby, and that's the only one that he's in. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, like, it's fine. But I, like, remember it, so I guess I re- liked it more than other ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the Spy Who Loved Me is also good, which is Roger Moore. Um, and then, like I said, then we get to, like, the Timothy Dalton ones and Pierce Brosnan and Daniel Craig. And I've seen most of those. I actually haven't seen Spectre yet. Um, I don't know why. I just, it just hasn't happened, I guess. <laughs> but I'm going to see it eventually. Probably right before I see No Time to Die, I will see Spectre. Just because I'll be in that mood. Mm-hmm. Um, I do really like Skyfall. Um, mostly because I love Adele and I love that <gasps> song. Yes. And, like, you guys, if you watched the Oscars where she performed that, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I agree. It is absolutely amazing. So, like, just that alone makes that movie for me. <laughs> I don't care about anything else. I will say I liked, the, I also liked the theme better for License to Kill than for Casino mm-hmm. Royale. Because Casino Royale didn't have, it was just instrumental. Yeah. And so, I, like, the, like, I guess I'm gonna call it like the theme credits because I'm mm-hmm. I'm get I'm gathering that that's also a James Bond thing because both the, movies did this. No, the like their theme song. Oh, they're okay. like titled theme song, and then it's like for Casino Royale, it was like a poker table, and there was it was like different hands of poker while they were like ah, yes listing everybody's names. It was like the end credits, but they did it at the beginning. 
Um, they yeah. didn't really do the like black and white um, silhouette Bond thing for Craig mm-hmm. like they did for Dalton at the very beginning of License to Kill, yeah. which I also thought was like a all the James Bonds. Did it's that. on most of them. That's what I thought, but I think again, like with the Craig Bonds, they're trying to like be serious. Um, so no fun stuff, (laughs) but I loved the License to Kill one because it's just this chick and she's just dancing the whole time. Yeah. (laughs) Plus the song's really fun. (laughs) Um, and it has words and I like songs that have words, but it just, the beginning of License to Kill is just so like jovial because, you know, Mm -hmm. they're, they're going to, um, Fletcher's wedding and, and, you know, then they, they can't because they got to go bust the bad guy and then they still go to the wedding and. Yeah. So it just it just starts off really fun, whereas like the like Casino Royale starts off like very serious. We're in this yeah. like genocide. <laughs> I'm just like, oh man. Yeah. Okay. Well, and like License to Kill had a Gladys Knight song, and then like the credits were Patti LaBelle. So yes, obviously it's gonna be better than anything else. Yeah. It's just so. it's just so much fun. It was yeah. It was just yes. It was a lot, a lot of fun, and I really enjoyed it, and I really wanted to, like, and I, it wasn't that I didn't enjoy the Casino Royale, because I, mm-hmm. I did. Well, I really enjoyed the middle hour of Casino Royale. The beginning yeah. hour, I was like, okay, and then the end, I was like, this is, like, I felt like the movie could have been an hour and a half and gotten a lot of the same points across, yeah. um, but I'm getting that, like, James Bond movies are long, and that's just kind of their thing. Like, mm-hmm. they've got a lot of, like stuff yeah. in them but I think they have a lot of beats they have to hit that I wasn't familiar with yet mm-hmm. um I will say Quantum of Solace is the shortest one that they've done and it's 106 minutes that's the second one that he did that's the second Daniel Craig one yeah yeah because yeah. it's Casino I... Royale Quantum of Solace Skyfall Spectre and then the new one yes yeah so yeah. Again, I know all about them I just had like a hole <laughs> in my pop culture them. where I'd never <laughs> watched them yeah <laughs> And I was very interested in the Daniel Craig ones because I really like Daniel Craig. Yeah. So. And they get better with him. He finds, like, his – he finds Rhythm. his bond, and it, they get better, I think. I did like when he ordered his drink, which mm-hmm. Timothy Dalton did not – or he did, and I missed it, but he did not order a martini in, mm-hmm. like, all of License to Kill. He ordered a vodka soda at one point, yeah. and he ordered something else, and I was like, excuse me, sir. Yeah, that's wrong. It's uh-huh. not your drink. Yes. And then when Daniel Craig ordered it, he ordered his his martini, you know, straight up. Um, and he, like, the guy asked, like, do you want it shaken? He was like, I don't care. And I did laugh at that. Because I was like, <laughs> oh, we're, this is like we're doing our own thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I remembered people talking about that. And that yeah. being a big deal that he was, that he, like, brushed off the shaken, not stirred. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's so important. It has to be shaken, not stirred, yes. because that changes the chemistry of the drink, and you can tell if it's poisoned or not by that. Ah, I did not know that that was the thing. Well, and guess what? He got poisoned from a drink, so maybe it was important. <laughs> yeah, maybe he should have gotten it shaken. He yeah. shouldn't have not cared. So that's my random bit of trivia. For I you like guys. it. I did not know that that was why. I just thought it was just like his little cheeky thing. I mean, I think it started as like that, but then like. It's somebody had to clarify come it. Out. Well, somebody had to clarify it, and it's kind of just, like, I guess a thing that people know that, like, you you can detect poison like that. I'm like, oh, okay, I, I wouldn't have known that, <laughs> but all right. Well, and I think it's, like, 
also like most martinis are shaken like you usually yeah. shake them like they're made in like a shaker but right so it, it's like i think the like symbol of like a proper martini as well yeah because james bond is very proper it's very important well and i think that like that's what i was expecting mm-hmm. from like all of them because yeah you, he's this like very like pristine man and, like, Daniel Craig is kind of that way. Timothy Dalton is not. No. Timothy not Dalton is, like, the <laughs> laxest Bond, it seems like. He's, like, got his, like, shirt unbuttoned to, like, his yeah. navel. Like, he's just... Which might be why he only had two movies. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> and why people don't like him. Um, and, and maybe it's just that, like, people don't like that his movies... Are, like, well, I don't know. I didn't see his first one. But yeah. they don't like that License to Kill is so silly. Because it is very silly. But yeah. I liked it. I liked the silliness of it. I thought that that's what made it fun. So Yeah. I, I knew you were going to like that one. And I was, like, kind of sure that you would like Casino Royale. I thought you would think it's too, like, like you said, it's very, it takes itself very seriously. Yes. But I also think it takes itself seriously. So yeah. if we had been able to get other ones easily, I would have had <laughs> you watch those. Yeah. You guys, initially I was like, I don't know how I'm going to pick these. And I had like four. Mm -hmm. And then we had to take one away because we couldn't find it. And then the third one, I was like, don't worry about it. You've already watched two movies and they're very long. So you like, (laughs) you know what it is. Like, we don't need to just keep doing it. But. And I plan to watch all of them at some point. Just because I feel like it's important. But I just... They're not always available, which blows my mind. I know. That, like, the James Bond movies are not available. The Craigs are because they're new, but I was just like, man, I figured somebody, Netflix, Hulu, HBO, somebody. Because between Jacqueline and I, we have, like, almost all of the subscriptions. Yeah. Like, who is in charge of that? I would like to know. Eon, is that the production company? Yes, I think so. Eon, what the heck? Like, can we, can we figure this out now? Get your life together. Like, I get that you're in the UK, but, like, we have, like, we have the Netflix, maybe it's on the UK Netflix. Maybe. Have to, you know, have to find a friend over there and ask them. (laughs) Have you or your grandma or anybody in your family read any of the books? I have not. I am about 90% sure that my grandma probably has and my Mm -hmm. mom probably has. Um, I have not, I think, because I think they're harder to find than you mm-hmm. would think. Um, I would like to. I think that I would like them a lot because of how much I like the movies. Mm-hmm. And I like spy movies, or spy books. So I think that I would like them. I just, I have not been able to read them yet. So. I've heard they're really good. I also, there mm-hmm. was a book or a series or something that came out within the last, like, ten years that was, like, either a twist on the James Bond or it's about like Ian Fleming writing the James Bond and then they like fictionalized it. I can't remember, but it was, it sounded interesting. So yeah. 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 Um, I also know that, um, the, there have been video games. Oh yes. I I have played one of them. Goldeneye. I don't know. The gun. Probably. It was like, one of the very first ones, because I either played it on PS2 or PS1. Oh, no. Yeah. Goldeneye was on Nintendo 64, so. Oh. I don't think it was on a 64. No, I think it was a PlayStation. Gotcha. 
Um, Goldeneye was huge when yeah. I was a kid. Like, all of the, bo- like, that's why Eric's like Goldeneye. He doesn't even mean, like, the movie. He means the PS4 game. Or, or I mean, the <laughs> Nintendo 64 game. It was so big that when they released it, when did they, oh, gosh, it had to have been Xbox because we didn't have a PlayStation at that point. Mm-hmm. When Matt and I were living in the in the apartment, they released it on Xbox. And I got it for him for Christmas. And he was like, oh, what? Just because it, this game was, like, so monumental and, like, Mm-hmm. Like my generations, like it was like their like Mario for like boys. Like Goldeneye was huge. Interesting. Huge. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I think the one that I played was either Agent Under Fire or Tomorrow Never Dies. Gotcha. I think I could be totally wrong because you guys know how I am with video games. <laughs> But I, like, vividly remember, I, I played it maybe twice yeah. at somebody's house. But I was just really proud of myself because I not only had played a video game, but it was a James Bond video game. So I was really <laughs> cool. Yeah. But you guys, it was, like, terrible quality graphics. and like Oh, yeah, GoldenEye 2. So that's, like, I know it was, like, PS2 status, mm-hmm. at least. So Probably PS1, because even PS2, the graphics were a little bit better. So That's true. Yeah. yeah. So... Nothing like they are today where they look like no. a movie. Yeah, it's, it's really insane. weird. Yeah. Atomic Blonde is a 2017 American action thriller film based on the 2012 graphic novel The Coldest City, which revolves around a spy who has to find a list of double agents who are being smuggled into the West on the eve of the collapse of the Berlin Wall in 1989. The film is directed by David Lech in his first solo directorial credit and is written by Kurt Johnstad. The film's cast includes Charlize Theron, who also served as executive producer, James McAvoy, John Goodman, Till Schweiger, Eddie Marzin, Sophia Butella and Toby Jones, and also uh, one of Scar's guards. I can't remember which one, but he was a fun surprise. I think it's Bill. I think it's Bill, too. Um, So we were looking for something to go with James Bond, because we've been wanting to do James Bond for a while. And so we were, like, combing through lists of stuff, and it was like, if I had seen it, she had seen it, or we had, neither of us had seen it. Yeah. And so finally I was like... I really want to watch Atomic Blonde. I've been hearing really good things about Atomic Blonde. Have you seen it? And she's like, no. So I was like, okay, I'm going to watch it. Um, mm-hmm. And it's really, really cool. <laughs> like, I really liked it. This is my kind of spy movie. It moves really fast, like really mm-hmm. fast. Um, it has really cool camera work. It has r- amazing music. And it's got a badass female at the center of it. So... <laughs> This is my kind of spy movie. It was recommended from my brother, but also from my friend Rachel. Um, and yeah, what did you think? I liked it. I did. Um, I I had been wanting to watch it. Like when it came out, I was like, oh, I think I'm going to like that. And it just I just had never gotten around to it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, this is the perfect op- opportunity. So um, I was really excited about it. Um, I loved the music. Like you said, mm-hmm. it was awesome. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I was also really excited because 99 Left Balloons was on there. Mm-hmm. And that's like one of my mom's, mom and I's like favorite songs ever. And we sing both versions of it, the English nice. and the German. So like it's, fu- well, I t- attempt to sing the German, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of bop and say random things that rhyme. Um, so that's fun. Um, I liked it. I was surprised that you liked it because it was a lot more like there's a lot of shooting people in the head in the middle of the screen. <laughs> and I was like, I did not expect that, which I don't care. It doesn't bother me. I liked it. Um, but I was just surprised about it. Um, but I did. Charlize Theron is a freaking badass. And I love her. Like I knew that um, James McAvoy could not be trusted like, I knew that right away. I did, like, as too. as soon as you saw I him, totally I was like, well, did. he's a, you can't trust him. He's a stupid head. But I will say, I did not expect, we're just, oh, we're going to ruin it, you guys. It's it's almost four years old at this point. Yeah. I did not expect Charlize Theron to be the satchel or whatever. The satchel, Yeah. The, the double agent. And then, The like, triple agent. The triple agent. Well, she right. was, like, the double agent that they were looking for. Yeah. And yeah. then, like, yeah. And then that, that God, John Goodman was in on it, too. I was oh, like... Oh, yeah. Pow. And that's my, also my favorite thing, is, like, when I cannot guess the end of a movie... Yeah. I am just like, okay! So. I knew that John Goodman had to be part of something, because they kept, like, putting him in. And, like, I get that they're in, like, that interrogation room and stuff, mm-hmm. but, like, he was in other stuff, and I'm like, there's more. Like, you're definitely in on something. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, I mean, I did know that she was, I figured out that she was the, she was the satchel. I figured that out, but I didn't know that she had done, like, gotten to the triple, you know, where it was double, but then triple. I didn't mm-hmm. get that part. Um, but it was, it was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it, it did not shove in my face that it, where, when it was set and where it was set, like other movies that we've talked about where it's like, did you know that this was set in this time? Oh, you didn't feel like that? See, I felt like every Only other word out of somebody's mouth was that, and we're in Berlin. Did you know we're in Berlin? Well, <laughs> that I got. And like, I understood that. And I, I did like that when they would, um, change like the, it was, like, a different day or, like, if it was mm-hmm. East versus West and that kind of thing, how they kind of, like, sprayed it on there with graffiti. Mm-hmm. And I liked that they did that because otherwise I would have been very confused. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there's a lot of this that I would have been confused on if they hadn't, like, said, this is where we are. This is, like, the next day or something. I'm like, is this all happening in one day? Like, what's going on? And it mm-hmm. it happened very quickly. And, like... Yeah, it's in, like, it's in ten days because... When, when you go to the, when she goes to the interrogation room, it backs up, and then it says 10 days earlier. 10, yeah. So, it was that whole thing. But then, after the interrogation room, it has, like, three extra days. Right? Because they're in the interrogation room, and they say, well, we're not going to pursue this any further. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And then, isn't that when she's in the hotel? Yeah. And then, then it goes to Paris. Guys go and to kill it, her. Yeah. yeah. And then to the United States. Right. So, I guess, yeah. Okay. But I, I, I was I, thinking, when you said, like, three extra days, I was thinking, like, I was like, well, there's only, like, ten minutes left of the movie at that point. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, probably, like, ten, like, like, three extra days. Yes. Yes. time fr- time-wise. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> it, it, it's weird, you guys. It's, like, hard to figure out what's going on where and when and all that kind of stuff. It moves really fast. It, yes. I would definitely benefit from a second watch of it. I would catch a lot more, yeah. I think. 
Yeah, I did have to like go back and rewatch some of it because I was getting sleepy during parts of it. And so I turned it <laughs> off. And so then I was like, I went back like an extra 10 or 15 minutes and started over. Um, I especially liked that there wasn't a like romantic thing with her and any of the guys. I oh, appreciate it. It was the the French. It was the um, French girl. Yeah, the French version of MI6. Right. Yeah. So, and that was just like th- I feel like that was kind of just like thrown in there. Like it wasn't super necessary. Like mm-hmm. obviously you cared for her, and then when she died, it was like sad. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, whatever. It was fine. Mm-hmm. The only thing is like I saw that girl, and I immediately the only thing I've ever seen her in is Kingsman, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you're dumb. Because she has, like, the knives on her feet, and it's stupid. (laughs) So that was funny, just, like, seeing her, and I'm like, ooh, now I have to get over that feeling about you. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I like that she was the one, like, because she was taking pictures of um, James McAvoy Mm -hmm. meeting, and, like, she's the one, essentially, who figured it out, and Mm -hmm. then just, like, had all this stuff, and then when she died, she'll use her own found it. So I thought that was cool. Um, And it wasn't all about boys, Mm because boys are stupid stupid mm-hmm. agree i i just really i thought that the like especially for like an action and spy movie i thought that the acting was incredible mm-hmm. um i mean Jay, i always expect james mcavoy and charlie theron to be like right. impressive but i told my brother i was like like john goodman really impressed me like this was a very different yeah. role for him um, yeah. And I really liked him in it. I, I liked the French girl a lot. I liked a lot of the, like, KGB guys. Like, mm-hmm. I just, it was, I was never, like, somebody is, like, over the top. And, like, they very yeah. much could have gone over the top in this. And I felt like everybody, like, did a really good yeah. job of going right to the edge. And, like, James McAvoy would tip over the edge sometimes, but it worked for the character that he was portraying. Yes, I agree. I'm like, he definitely, like, went over, but that's who he was. Like, that's the character, so it makes sense. And, like, of all the people, like, James McAvoy would have to be the one to do that. Yes. Um, I will say that seeing, like, half of the people, um, like, the guy, the Spyglass, Mm -hmm. he is in Captain America. Mm Mm-hmm. And so is one of the other, the, the guy who's in the interrogation room is Toby also Jones. in Captain mm-hmm. America. Yeah. And so I'm like, where's Captain America? Yeah. <laughs> he was frozen at this point. It's 1989. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like weird. And like, you guys, I can separate people from different things, but it's just like jarring when I'm looking at something and I forget that they're in it. And I'm like, hold on. This is where I know you from. <laughs> Let me yes. back up. I definitely have that with people. Like, I can't think of, like, a good example right now, but I've definitely, like, watched something and been like, um, excuse me, you're not supposed to be doing that. Yeah. (laughs) It's weird. (laughs) It's like Max Medina in 10th Kingdom. They're like, why are you a horny wolf? What is going on? You're not supposed to be doing that. Where's Lorelai? Right. I did think that they wanted you to, like, root for her and James McAvoy to, like, team up and get together. And I thought it was a fun twist to have her end up with the French girl instead of with James McAvoy. Yeah, I agree. Because, like, that was very much, like, a thing right at the beginning. Yeah. And, like, because she and the French girl get together, like, it's, like, an hour in or, like, 45 minutes or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's not very, it's not, it's only probably for about, like, a 20-minute span. Of yeah, the because then she dies. Then she dies, yeah. Um, so, okay. Yeah. Um. Well, we I have wish... no, like, 
clue that she's like into girls because she like at the beginning she has the photo with the guy that died yeah and like it's clear that they were in some kind of a relationship so so yeah i like that it was very much just like all right suddenly she's just gonna have sex with this girl all right that's cool Mm -hmm. go for it oh i wish that there had been more of a fight between her and james mcavoy Mm -hmm. like i know that she had been fighting everybody this entire time she's so beat up by that point she just shoots him and then comes and he's you know spieling on and on and on and she like steps in the gunshot wound and he's like and then he keeps talking and then she just shoots him i'm like it's kind of anticlimactic yeah but i guess like you said she got the shit kicked out of her for the past hour and a half so it's fine she can have a break and kill somebody easily i get what you're saying though because especially because he's supposed to be the red herring and you're supposed to think that it's like he's the double agent and so it's like when she shoots him you're like it's supposed it should have been a little bit more gratifying but it's like as you get through you're like oh well actually like he didn't matter (laughs) like at all nobody she had the list the whole time yeah like all right whatever so, it, yeah, it was, I definitely wanted there to be a little bit more there. Yeah. Um, I do like that, like, 90% of the time, she just grabs a bottle of Stoli and is just drinking it. Oh, yeah. Always. I'm like, you know what? Me too. She's got a hard life, man. If all these things were happening to me, I too would get a giant drink and just drink. Always. I also time. loved her clothes. Like, everything yes. she wore was incredible. Oh, my gosh. Especially when she gets off the airplane and she's got that, like, long, like, pant, like, jumpsuit thing mm-hmm. with the white shirt underneath. Mm-hmm. That's awesome and I want one. Mm-hmm. I couldn't pull it off because I am not as tall as she is and I don't have as long of legs. <laughs> but it's still really cool. Yeah. I also liked her hair a lot. Yes, I did too. It was I very I liked the blonde and the bangs and, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, it was really cool. I definitely, I definitely liked her better in this than in Man in Mad Max, but that's just because you guys know how I felt about Mad Max. It was just weird. (laughs) I prefer her with hair and, like, both of her arms. (laughs) Equally badass, though. Yes, equally as badass. Um, I do, like, I did find out some trivia because, hello, my friends. (laughs) Um, And this came as almost a companion to John Wick. Interesting. It's, like, kind of in the same universe. Okay. Is John Wick based on a graphic novel, too? I think so. Interesting. I didn't I know remember. that. Um, but it, like, this came about because Charlize Theron was like, I can do that, too. I want to be a female version of John Wick. Yeah. So, and there, there is like a sequel i think that they've talked about a couple times okay um and the guy who directed this also directed john wick the Ah. first one well he co-directed um so it's kind of like there's a potential that there could be a crossover between the two which i think would be really freaking awesome does john wick take place in the 80s no no so she'd just be older yeah it'd just be a different thing um john wick is like now Gotcha. But, yeah, I think it would be really, really cool. hmm So, that's just my random little tidbit of trivia again. So, 
The only thing I know about John Wick is that it has Keanu Reeves in it and he has a dog. Mm-hmm. That's all I know. John Wick is magical. Hey, Jacqueline, what do you like this week? This week, I like a beer from Anvil and Forge Brewing Company. Ah, yeah. Megan and Matt <laughs> gave to me. <laughs> um, it is the Mousetrap Barrel Aged Porter. It is like vanilla coffee deliciousness. <laughs> and I love it. They had two and I had drank one of them and it was delicious. Um, it's actually the first one that I had had from Anvil and Forge. So I'm intrigued and excited to get more sometime. Um, but yeah, that's what I like this week. <laughs> I have had a couple Anvil and Forge beers. I went when they first opened. Um, and I thought they were okay. But they've come out with some really cool flavors in the last, mm-hmm. like, year. While we've been in quarantine and I've been pregnant and I can't t- try them and I'm mad which, about it. Which is why I have this one, you guys. Yes. They got <laughs> they got this, like, dinner thing. And Megan was like, we need this. And then we'll give Jacqueline the beer. Yeah, because like, my husband please. doesn't drink and I can't drink, so... <laughs> So then I drink for both of them, which is great. (laughs) Hey, Megan, what do you like this week? This week, I like that I have so many wonderful people in my life that they were willing to come to my virtual shower that I had last weekend. (laughs) It will be two weekends ago by the time you guys hear this. Um, It was a very long day for me because we did it in two shifts, but it was very special to have to be able to see all of the people and be able to celebrate baby girl um even though we can't do it in person right now because you know pandemic um but yeah it also like because you know we did it virtually we got to have people from all over the place that wouldn't have normally gotten to be there so two of my very best friends live in california um our niece lives in california matt's sister lives in colorado He's got family in um, Florida that came, and so yeah, it was it was a very cool experience, and I was very appreciative of everybody that took time out of their day to come hang out with us and play some virtual games, and we got so many lovely things that I'm like, I have no <laughs> idea where we're going to put it all, um, but yeah, it was, it was very cool, so. Yay. It was, it was a lot of fun, you guys. I My mom and I sat in my living room and attended together. And we also decided that we won Megan's shower because we would have won all the games if you could win them more than once. <laughs> like, we got all of the book questions and we got all of the Pictionary questions. Or not, not That's Pictionary. That's the same one. Um, the, the songs. And then, like, we got bingo. And I was like, Mom, I think we just won Megan's baby shower. <laughs> She's like, yeah, we did. <laughs> But it was it was a lot of fun, you guys. So and we just love Megan so much. I love you guys too. So, so if you guys want to keep talking about James Bond and Atomic Blonde, or you just want to keep hanging out with us, you can find us at like this pod on Instagram, like this underscore pod on Twitter, and backslash like this pod on Facebook. We also have a Facebook group and you all should join and talk with us, please. We want to talk to you. So you can also find me at Princess underscore Jack on Instagram or Jack4104 on Twitter. Jack is J-A-C-Q. And you can find me at Louder Than Words, L-O-W-D-E-R on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to support the show, there's a link in the show notes to our Patreon page, or you can rate and review us on your podcast carrier. 
We will see you on Thursday for a discussion of our favorite action movies. Thanks for listening.